Jim, is your name James? Is your name James? Okay. I, I may, I. Okay, now I'm ready. But all right, you know what, Jim? Are you open to at talking on the podcast? Yeah. Okay, I have to Excellent. ask you a question. Okay, and it's personal for me and for you. It's going to get weird. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. You are listening to the voice of a champion. Joining me, as always, Jennifer Piacenti. Jen, how you doing today? I'm doing great, and I want to know how much better you feel that you did not sit Stefan Diggs on Monday night because it wasn't it so much more fun to win by a landslide and just see him so go yeah, yeah you know we talked about it I was I, I had it locked up I jokingly said like oh, I wish I could just bench digs in the bills because I'm up by a point and a half and just that 0.1 percent chance I could lose it and then digs just <laughs> I mean anyone who is saying oh, you know Diggs, eh, he'll be okay on Buffalo. He only really takes the top off the defense. He's not like an every down. He doesn't go over the That guy, Diggs, is a fucking monster. Point blank, could not be a better pair than with Josh Allen. It's so beautiful to watch. I almost wish, and I don't actually really mean this, I wish I was down 20 because the joy I would have felt mm -hmm. watching Diggs outscore Mike Evans and get like 44 points Diggs must have swung a lot of leagues, but a lot of people must have went into Monday night down 20. And then Diggs just said, get on my back. I got you. I'm going to carry you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he was absolutely an MVP. He, Devontae Adams, Alvin Kamara, those were absolutely the standouts this week. So congratulations to all of you who had those guys on your roster and who brought home fantasy championships this week. Uh, but we still got more football. We do have some more football, and also, you know, uh, pains me to say you helped Cousin Sal. You told him, you know, Aaron Rodgers. He did end up winning that that game. He is a Super Bowl champion as well as being a waiver-wired contest winner. So huge year in fantasy for our fearless leader, Cousin Sal. Uh, and there, look, there is some football. There's a lot of football, actually, and there's a lot of meaningful games. Some of you who are in a Week 17 finals matchup in fantasy, um, First of all, my first issue is why, why, but we're here for you. We're going to try right. to talk through once we figure out who's even playing, we're going to talk through some stuff. And then we got a mailbag situation. And then I did throw in a Sunday million team because I just can't stop drafting. And I'm already, I'm already looking for another draft. And then I might even, I might ask if there's like an entry level baseball fantasy league that you could get me into. <sighs> I don't want no fishbowl Gotham okay. gridiron. Like, I don't know what yeah, I'm doing. No. Do you okay. want to know who my last pick was in fantasy baseball the last time I drafted someone? Yeah. I remember who I drafted the last time I did fantasy baseball. As your first overall pick or just? I, I, I'm just, this is the last pick I remember okay. making. All right. Do you, are you familiar with a player named Moises Alu? I am. Yes, I am. Do you know what um, year I'm talking? Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Was he a Cub at that point? Or do you I think he was, he, uh, he might've been an, I think this was like Montreal Expos <laughs> years. I think he was a Montreal Expo. Okay. True story. Yeah. That was the last time I did fantasy baseball. So maybe you could loop me back in. And I have a pitch for you. Ooh. I think I have okay. a way of getting rid of kickers altogether. That could be fun. 
and not just being like, let's add a flex. Cause like, that's the obvious. You just add a flex similar to like what FanDuel did. We have that already with FanDuel. FanDuel does a great job of giving us that option. They were smart enough to get off the kicker situation. Should I just give it to you now? Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just start off with the good stuff. What if, what if mm-hmm. we devise mm-hmm. instead of kickers? Now, hear me okay. out. Don't respond till I finish the, the back end of this statement, okay? We're getting rid of kickers, guys. We are adding a slot <clears throat> called rookies. Now, hear me out. You're going to say, well, what if it's a bad year for rookies or what? You could draft offense. And once we straighten out the scoring on defense, you could also draft defense. We are adding a rookie slot. So like perfect example, you could say, well, if you have Justin Herbert, you could, you could win your whole. No, not necessarily the case. Cause you may want Justin Herbert to be your regular quarterback. If you start him in the regular quarterback slot, then you, you still have to come up with a rookie thoughts. That sounds awesome. Does it? Or yeah. I thought you were going to say awful. I thought <laughs> no, you were say that sounds awful. No, I think it sounds awesome. Um, I and guess maybe it's because main... this rookie class is like so amazing. But think they about are. it. You could like reach, um, or similar to tight ends, someone always goes Travis Kelsey in like second or third round. You could go like in third round, say this year, you could be like, you would have been like, oh, I'm taking Joe Burrow third round in my rookie slot. So you will own that category. Theoretically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it does add a different level of a uh, strategy. So everyone of skill has to roster. and and thought. Everyone That's has to true. draft a rookie. And once I we like figure it. out defensive scoring, so, it'll it'll increase the rookie pool. Jerry, do I'm you a genius. think we could change our FanDuel contest next year to actually be this format? Probably not. <laughs> like one slot has to be a rookie. Well, I bet we could. I think though. I think. And again, and it I could told even you, be a quarterback there, right? So, like, you can get yeah, it, it sure. could turn it into a super flex league, essentially. It's a super flex league, but I like the wrinkle of it could then also, if once we straighten out the the IDP numbers mm-hmm. and make them like so they're actually like realistic and on par with offensive numbers. And I don't know what that means, you know, whatever the points are for tackle sacks, what like you know. Chase Young would have been a very nice rookie to have in your rookie slot. That might be a little trickier to try to figure out to even that out and add the rookie thing in there. I think I would start with just offensive to start with because I'm I the only thing I'm enough. worried about. Uh, yeah, is there twelve? Like, could we rattle off? Say you're in a. There's going to be enough. T- How many people are drafted? I mean, all thirty-two. T- I mean, there's got to be at least thirty-two. But here's what I'm, here's what I mean. If you say take Jonathan Taylor, you're going to want to start him at running back, not in your rookie slot. You almost need like twice as many numbers, right? Yeah. But then you could take uh, Adrian Peterson later and start him as your running back. So, you know, my genius or my moron (laughs) with this pitch. I think it's really fun. I like it a lot. Let's ask, let's ask our Twitter, Twitter followers tweet us and let us know if you think this would be a fun twist to put on the game to have a rookie spot and then there would be no keeper in this obviously no 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 that it would always be redraft always redraft then my question to you would be and we would have to think about this would trevor lawrence then become the number one pick because what you want for that rookie spot of course is for it to be a super flex league right so is trevor lawrence then gonna actually leapfrog over someone like pat mahomes 
his value becomes way more important because there's a lot less of him. Right. That's the thing. Does it make that spot way too important? Right. So that's the question. Well, let's, let's kick it around. Unless you do <clears throat> look, there is the version where you do it with no quarterbacks. You could do it with no quarterbacks. And then that it's would, almost like rookie. It's rookie flex. Rookie almost. flex would be fun and probably rookie flex. the easiest challenging, to but challenging in the sense of like, if you not. wait to draft that position, like, can we name 12 rookies that are yes. not quarterbacks that we would start yes. in that spot? Yes, I can. Justin Jefferson. Right Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. That's right. J.K. Dobbins. C.D. CD Lamb. Lamb. Cam Akers. Um, Jalen Rager. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a, Jerry Judy. But these are now like we're reaching now already. But But you didn't know that these were all people that were drafted on draft day. As right. late late target. So that's seven. Um, let me keep thinking. Uh oh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. There you go. KJ Hamler. Hamler. Um, let's see who else. Uh we're definitely Michael missing. Pittman. Michael Pittman yeah, would have been Michael drafted. Pittman yeah, but um, again, that's you would have been you would have been suffering. He only had like one or two big games. DeAndre Swift. Swift. That's How do we forget one? DeAndre Swift? Um, Edward Delaire. Edward Delaire, right there. That's that's 12. We just named 12 and all of those people were going on draft day and being drafted. And, uh, so if you're in a 12 team league, that's 12. And we didn't even talk about quarterbacks. We just, no, about, that's what I, right. You know, I, well, it's cause I think then like, obviously yeah, that Burrow, does give a little, Herbert. but you could also go Cole Komet if you want to go into tight end, Devin Asiasi. Um, and you're so really LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault was a good one actually. Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, he's a rookie too. Oh my God. Rookie this rookie too. class was so dope. No, they're so, and especially at wide receiver. So, um, and then they had some great, they also have Mekhi Becton and Chase Young and like a whole lot of, uh, you know, Jeffrey Okuda. They had a lot of good first round picks too, uh, defensively, but there was plenty of offense to go around. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Um, I'm just saying, so like guys, it. think about it. Let it us know. It also that's, makes that's you one do pitch. your research. I just don't like, it really, it really, affected me that my Super Bowl, at least for a minute, was swung by the fact that Matt Ryan throws more interceptions and, fumb and fumbles the ball <laughs> in between the 30 and 50 yard line, right? When your team's cruising in for a beautiful young way coup field goal. Like, I, I just don't like it's it's over, guys. It's over. I love kickers. I don't want to get rid of kicking in football. Right. Although I think the NFL does at some point. We got rid of kickoffs for crying out loud, pretty much. But I I, I don't want things swung by you know a hot kicker like i don't know anyway that's you. that's what i had i i have to talk about something personal before we get into some of the um the more football stuff and i want to i want to loop in our amazing producers jim martin can, can can we can we chat for one second if that's okay i i don't want to Jim you know, Martin, I want you to know I have no idea what this is about. This should, is just a personal down, thing, guys. I was like thinking up. about this. Uh, yeah. I was just driving home okay. from the store, and I was thinking about this because my wife and I are starting to do the name thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we had a hard enough time naming our first son, Jacob. And the reason why we named him Jacob is because it's versatile, right? You can call him Jacob. You can call him Jake. Or you can call him like a cute kid nickname, which this is the actual name we wanted to name him was Cub, right? right? But then I was like, wait a minute, if he's grown up, he might not want to be like, hi, I'm Cub Ferrara when he's going for a job interview. So he at least could see, he basically could pick his own name when he becomes old enough and be like, you call me Jake, Jacob or Cub, he'll decide. But I realized this, 
I have a problem. I have like a million girl names I love. Boy names are impossible because I associate them with every, like, I just, yep. you know, all my friends or whatever. So my question to you, Jim, mm -hmm. and name, and Martin, weigh in on this, please. First of all, I have a question. Your name is James, correct? Yeah. Does anyone call you James? Um, or have yeah, you always like been my Jim? grandma? One of my grandmas would. And the but, other one will call me Seamus, which is James. It's like Irish. Oh, I like that. I uh, love that. Next question. Ooh, Does cool. anyone call you Jimmy? Yeah. Some of my friends and like half of my cousins. One side of the family, Jimmy. Other side, Jim. Okay. Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. So my wife's middle name, Martin, she was named, I think, after one of the nurses in the hospital or something. Her mom saw the name. Her middle name is Ray, R-A-E, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to use that as the middle name except the boy, R-A-Y. We like the name James. I do. I like, and I like Jim. I have a problem with Jimmy Ray. Not that I have a problem with, I just don't know if Jimmy Ray is going to fit. Yeah. Is that my, a song? Isn't that like an old song? Something it probably is, right? Like Am I missing something? Is that... and he had lawn Martin, what do you think? I mean, I grew up in Louisiana around several people with the first with the last the last first name ray i know a kenny ray you know good people you know mm -hmm. i is it gonna know, fit I, when they hear like a meathead italian from brooklyn like hey you doing i'm jimmy ray <laughs> <laughs> i would say this you want to give a guy versatility ah i like where you're going with this jimmy ray he could be a meathead from brooklyn <laughs> or he could be a country singer from ohio That's true interesting okay that settles it. I think we just named. I think and, you know what we just did on this podcast. I think we just named, named someone. It could be like Jimmy the Ray. You know what I'm saying? If you know, I don't know. Because that's my Jimmy only hesitation the, with James Jimmy Ray. Ray. I like James Ray Ferrara. It's cool. Sticks with the J thing that we got going on here. But then like the Jimmy Ray, I was like, I just wonder is that too like well, people think he's like a country here? singer, which I have no problem with. But as uh, someone who's named Jennifer. There are lots of nicknames for Jennifer. And, you know, now have you noticed that no one ever calls me Jenny? I've never heard anyone call you Jenny no, before. That is true. But have you called other Jennifers Jennies? And do you know Jennies? I know a couple of Jennies, but they're always Jennies. Like, they're, like, introduced as Jenny. That's right. And that's the same thing you can do if you're James. You don't call yourself Jimmy. You don't let people call you. You, you are who you are. Like, I don't think anybody even wants to call me Jenny because I'm not a Jenny. Like, I just, it would just be weird. Like... So if he's a Jimmy and he, then he's a Jimmy, but if he's a James, he's a James. So like Jim, Jim you're, in, you're, you're introduced as Jim, right? I even yeah, see on your like, Zoom, it says Jim, you are mm -hmm. Jim. You never introduce yourself as James. No, not really. Just to the cops. Okay. <laughs> well, by the way, James Earl Ray assassinated Martin Luther King. You might want to keep oh. that in mind with James oh. Ray. All right. Counterpoint, oh. James Earl Jones, Darth Vader. <laughs> There okay, go. so maybe we just. But oh, Jerry, shit. you are the father. Now he's Earl. But I will say, I think that Jen had the most prescient point of all because I, in, in my other producing lives, I work with a Jenny who is for sure a Jenny. Jenny. And, and this Jen here is definitely not Jen. <laughs> this Jen is Jen. It's, yeah. This name a, stuff is is like, tough, guys. We all talk about like everyone's brand. Everyone has a brand nowadays, right? Think about it, like. You're starting some innocent person that does not even know what the brand is, but you're saying, all right, we're going to start you off 
you are Jacob. Go. That is your brand to start work with. Start working with that first. Now I don't like it. It's too much pressure. I'm gonna choke under the pressure. I have a brother that actually changed his name. Um, Oh wow. He had. Okay. Um, I want you to know before I tell this story that I did not make it up. That this is true. I I don't even have the ability to make up a story like this. His name and I chose his name with my mom because you know I was nine years older and she was pregnant and it was part of getting me involved. Was Jonathan David, which I think is a beautiful name. Jonathan I might David, steal very that. Strong, isn't it nice? John David, David, Jonathan, Johnny David. David. Jonathan I might steal David that one. Jonathan David has got the, you know, the J. I like it. He legally changed his name to Fox. Fox. F O X. F O X. His name is. Fox. And you guys have the same last name, obviously, right? Same Fox Piacenti, and so. I contact don't hate my, it. my brother. I don't Fox hate it. Jerry's going to name his kid Fox, I think. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. You could go with did Fox. He go, did he give himself a middle name or he's just Fox Piacenza? Yes. Are you ready for the middle name? Oh, my God. I want to meet your brother now so bad. Get him Are on the Zoom right now. Yes. What's his middle name? It's Danger. Danger is his Fox middle name. Danger. Amazing. Stop. You know what? Now Jen's trolling. No, no, Congratulations. Jen is trolling you, us. I swear to you, you can get my dad on this podcast. We can call I don't that, believe I you for one you. bit. Fox I, on it is legally Fox Danger Piacenti. I swear. Um, that's a lot going on. You know, that's, <laughs> Jerry, that's if a you lot name, Jerry, if you name your kid Fox and then the other kid's Cub. <laughs> It's like the whole we got the whole lion kids like yeah yeah we, yeah, we have a real theme going house. on. Martin, you were gonna say something. I, I want you to get it in. I'm a big fan. I I like the Ray middle name, and in part because of John, of what happened to, to poor John David here. Like I, it's a great name. I thought a great name, but you go in a class. There's like eight kids named John, like some version of John, right? But however, if your kid grows up to be like, uh, you know, some, I say he's a musical artist or, you know, uh, some type of whatever. James Ray is a tough, that's a tough ass stage name. You drop the Ferrara altogether. Peace. Be God. Right. By the way, I want to drop it sometimes. Like, I can hear it now. Like, you know, and coming up next, the number one single from James Ray. Yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Like, I, I just, it's I true. It. <laughs> I like it. Fox Danger Piacenta. You're, I don't, I don't yeah. believe you. I don't believe I mean, you. It's it's if, absolutely true. I can't even make guys. I'm not even creative like enough. Daredevil? <laughs> no, uh, he does computer stuff, and he has a, a an same art. Thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, he's a hacker. Have another hacker. brother named Dakota. Um, so I'm not here. I am Jennifer. Speaking of names that everybody has, like you know, it was always my name plus my last initial. I just wanted to live in a world where I didn't have to always also offer my last initial, but. Okay. I'm blown away by this, guys. Fox and Cub. Fox. I, Fox your brother's awesome. I would love to have him on this show. I don't know if he wants to. Does he talk about this with people? Uh, yeah, he's very, very proud of it. He threatened to. My mom still refuses to call him Fox. I mean, she just. It's legal. He has such a beautiful like name. Like it's a legal. It's legal on his driver's license. His name is legally Fox Danger Piacenti. God, we got to do more podcasts where we don't talk about only fantasy football. I have, wow. a, lot, I have a lot of stories. Okay. Well, at least we know how we're going to go through the playoffs. Okay. We're going to get like 15, 20 minutes of 
Jen and her brother Fox Danger, and we're gonna the rest will catch. Oh my god, I don't even know how I come back from that, guys. I just wanted to know if James Ray was a cool name. Oh man, wow. Okay, we should uh, we should get back. Okay, but before we do that, we're gonna take a quick break. Hey guys, the Waiver Wire podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Fantasy. Seems like just yesterday that LA was popping bubbly in the NBA bubble. It's hard to believe that NBA basketball is already back. This season, Charles Barkley has joined the FanDuel team. Jolly old St. Chuck is giving away over 30 million in gifts to all FanDuel customers, such as free fantasy entries to all customers, free site credit and risk-free bets. And Charles Barkley odd boosts. And that's not all. FanDuel is introducing snake draft contests for the NBA season with no salary caps and a max of 12 players per contest. Snake draft, exclusive to FanDuel, by the way, is the simplest way to try NBA Daily Fantasy. Jen, why are you excited about Daily Snake Drafts? Because of the draft part, Jerry. As we both know, that is the most fun part of playing. Plus there are price points for everyone. You can play for as little as $1. You can draft live with your friends, just like a traditional seasonal league, but it's just for one contest. And you know what? New Year's Day is a perfect time to try. Draft live just like season long fantasy, but with winners every game day. And now get an instant bonus up to $500 on your first deposit. Go to fanduel.com slash to sign up. Deposit and draft now. That's fanduel.com slash And now, Jerry, let's get back to the show. Should I be a commissioner, Jen, or is it, or is it just like too much work? Am I being a control freak? Because I feel like I want to commission a league. I absolutely think you should. Because I think, first of all, you would do a really good job. I think you would think about things. And second, I think it would also make you appreciate other commissioners and you would just get better and better and better. Um, I, on the other hand, do have no desire to be a commissioner. And my radio co-host, Justin Fensterman, on Alarm After Hours, he was like, I'm going to get you to commission a league this year. And I was like, it is like, I don't want, I want someone else to put the rules. And then I'm going to study all the rules and the way to skirt around them and try to win. I don't want to be the one setting the rules. So I think you're a perfect commissioner. I think you'd be awesome at it. And I would be uh, happy to play in any league you're commissioned. You don't think I get too carried away with that much power? I will tell you this, Jerry. If you become a commissioner, I think you should run it with an iron fist and don't put a whole lot of stuff up to vote. Because if you do that majority stuff, like, do you guys vote on this trade? Is it fair? People are going to listening to people yes, argue. No. You're just listening to people argue. And like, people <clears> are going to say, no, that's, that's not fair because they don't want someone's team to get better. You know, so there's a lot of reasons why they're going to say it's not fair. So if you're the commissioner, I'm a fan of commissioners that rule with an iron fist and don't put things up to vote at the end of the season, you can put up to vote. Hey, do we want to do keepers and stuff like that? But this majority voting on trades or blah, 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 for the birds, none of that, forget it. You're the commissioner. You make the rules. It's your league play by, we play by your rules because we're lucky to be in your league. I'm going to run it like Vince McMahon. Yes. How he runs the WWE. <laughs> I'm gonna have my own music. Talk about theme music. That's gonna be my that's gonna be my theme music when I make a pick. Um and it will be a rookie flex league. I, I might it. start it. I'm gonna call it the Ferrara Invitational. I love it. Actually, oh now we're really talking about something. I think this is a good idea. Now, part of our mailbag was, I don't want to jump around too much, but we had some questions about people that wanted to play with us and play in a league with us, potentially for charity. Mm. I'm wondering if Ooh. we can get this Ferrara charity. League as a charity league 
Me, yeah. you, Cousin Style Play. We have some of our avid listeners that send us an application by, I don't know, telling TikTok. us. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something funny and fun. And get them in. But we do it with you as the commissioner. And it's the Ferrari Invitational. And we do it for charity. I think oh, this just awesome. in, Commissioner uh, just announced that uh, I have the first pick. Oh, it's so <laughs> weird. Look how that happened. No, that's not going to be how it happens because it's going to be an auction league because you created a monster, Ooh, Jen. Okay. Sweet. That's Everyone sweet. was super supportive, too. I do have to say, uh, lovely people in the Gotham Gridiron District. Like, everyone always does the, like, GGs, congrats, you won. Like, I, they all sent the congrats emails, and I actually really felt like they meant it. They did. Which is not always the case. I don't want to get too like emotional and girly here, but I got to tell you, these guys. Good guys. They are good guys. First of all, they're fierce players. They're fierce competitors, but they are classy. They play by the rules and they're smart. And they're just really good guys. They're not like those frat brothers you were playing with a million years ago that are just, you know, halfway doing it. Like it's it's really competitive for them. And they really respect the winner. Um, The baseball league that Steve runs is even... Oh, see, now you're, tra- now you're trying to trap I mean, it's, me. It's I can do it. We can, we can do it. <laughs> um, all right. I must admit, I, d- I did my FanDuel million lineup, but I'm still a little unclear as to who's playing. I will, however, ask, is there any quarterback mm-hmm. that jumps out at you? We'll call it the Matt Flynn theory. Do you remember that name, Matt Flynn? I, Do I need to remind you yes, what happened with Matt me. Flynn? What happened with Matt Flynn? Flynn was Aaron Rodgers' backup quarterback in Green Bay. Uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't know if it was the Super Bowl year, but right around that time, Packers had it wrapped up. They played Matt Flynn in like a regular season game, Week 17, and he threw six touchdowns, and then went on to get. <clears throat> signed by Seattle for a pretty big contract for someone who only started one or two games and then was benched and beat out in training camp for Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So is there any quarterback that is playing this fill-in game? And I was looking around and obviously like uh, John Wolford, I don't know much about John Wolford. And that's not a back ass because Goff's hurt. They got Blake Bortles. Like, uh, not that I I don't know to start. Why not start Blake Bortles? What do you see? Yeah. Wilford must have not that Blake Bortles is good, but at least he's played in some playoff games. This is almost like a playoff game. Yeah, I am a little surprised about it as well. They must see something we don't. Sean McVay yeah. and and they're kind of beat up at running back too, and they don't have Cooper Cup. Um, so much news, guys. You is he gotta, out officially? He, out? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like 99% sure COVID list. <sighs> so unlike yeah, yeah, yeah. he plays, um, we have a lot of news like that of people not playing. Um, no, I don't think there's anyone that's really going to shine. I don't think that, you know, I, I just, no. Like, who is playing quarterback for Washington? Is it is it Heineke, Heineken? I, I think they're expecting it to be Alex Smith. I think that's what they're hoping for. But I and haven't heard. Is there anyone else? So, the Bills, if you are the Bills, are you playing for that two seed? I think you are because why and also because you can eliminate miami it's just it's it's fun to be well no you well bills are playing miami last week right well miami could still get in in a weird way i guess but i no, they can't because the Colts are playing jacksonville right but okay so i guess what you're saying is if you're the bills if you win you're playing essentially the Colts. 
Yeah, and if you're the Bills, I think or you are. Or the Titans. Or the Titans. So, I mean, so the here's Bra- the thing. Oh, so confusing. We have so many different ways to look at this. Like, on the one hand, you're going to have, well, let's go over who we know is resting their starters. We know Kansas City is resting their starters. So right. nobody play Kansas City Chiefs this week, please. Just don't. I mean, unless you, you want to go down the you know list. Maybe D- Daryl Williams is still in play. Right, maybe, maybe he's still uh, running back or You can go receiver. really deep like Darwin Thompson if you wanted some crazy GPP play, but like... I would just avoid it. Um, you could, you know, Mason Rudolph obviously isn't going to get you a ton of points. That's a kind of a break for Cleveland, I think, because I think Pittsburgh yeah. will be resting a little bit. So I think Cleveland's in a good position. But AFC, uh, those that have already clinched Kansas City, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, right? So these people, they don't need to push it. Um, they may start a little bit and then slow down, put their foot on the gas, et cetera. So I'm avoiding those players. Um, Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, Tampa Bay, all of those people as well. They don't have to but they've clinched some sort of a spot well, However, but green seating, bay needs it seating matters exactly yeah. and that's why when we get to like the green bay chicago game i still have a lot of interest because first of all aaron Rodgers is still auditioning for mvp like they're resting patrick mahomes that gives aaron Rodgers one more game oh he's the impress. favorite now and and that game does matter like it the, does the matter. one seed is really to both teams yeah, the one seed is the only real thing to play for. I mean, I get the two seed with the Bills. Like, you get, the, you get, you know, maybe an extra home game out of it and whatever. But the one seed, I mean, yeah, you want that bye week. Just if anything, just... Although, I okay, here's the other thing I thought of, though. Do you, we, do you want the bye week? Because then you're giving your players a lot of trust to f- continue to follow the so, COVID protocols. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that's always been the debate. I've always wondered, like, is it better to rest and give people the time and whatever? They've been doing and all these Zoom so things crazy. anyway. Yeah. Or is it better to risk injuring them and playing again and having to play your way through? I don't know. I mean, it's such a weird world, and, and COVID could knock out any of these teams at any point. You know who else needs to win? Who? The Bucks need to win. They need to win. I mean, they're they're going to get in somehow, but they can. But they want the five seed because then they basically right. have a first round bye. And don't <laughs> you love Antonio Brown this week? I mean, like, there's just like a whole lot of sneaky picks because of all this, the way this could go down, but we could also be really wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just like, um, I mean, I, I honestly, it, it's the first time ever where you're looking at a team going like, oh my God, the five seed is yeah. essentially the two is it, seed. Is it you weird? almost get a first round bye it's, unless something miraculous happens with one of these NFC East teams that I don't see happening. Mm-hmm. Like is, is Dallas beating Tampa at home? Meaning in Dallas? Unlikely. Of course, unlikely. Um, they but, probably have the best shot. I mean, although the Giants obviously have Brady's number and played them really close uh, in the middle of the season. I mean, is Washington? I don't know. I don't know. It seems too easy, but he's got to play. So I would play all Packers, all Bears. Uh, I would play some, the the big names on the Bucks. Is there I any would play teams that you like? Obviously, to- the Colts. I think the Colts, Colts are must play. All Titans, big yeah. time. And that game, highest points total in Vegas, that's going to be DFS gold. I mean, you've got Deshaun Watson on one side, who they don't intend to rest from any reports I've heard. But he is banged up. He's a little, he has the Q next to his name, and he left that game for a minute. He is, but I think they the reports are they intend to play him. So you've got him, and you've got Tennessee that's fighting for seeding. You've got Derrick Henry 
against the league worst run defense or second worst run defense here. So, and he was just, you know, kind of bottled up last week. You know, he's going to run all over Houston. You know, Deshaun Watson's just going to throw it back. But I think both these teams are going to put up massive numbers. So there's a lot of points there. Now, if Deshaun Watson doesn't go, all bets are off. Like that changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at it. And I mean, it's, it's, on one level, it seems like a really tough week to figure out. Week 17s are always weird. Mm-hmm. But on another level, it's so clear the there's there's what seven or eight teams really that are play truly really playable. Playing. And then you have some meaningless mm-hmm. games, but the starters will still play. So you gotta kind of work through that as yes. well. I mean yes. I, I, I do worry about the Bucks. The Bucks are playing the Falcons, right? The Bucks are playing. I'm just double checking. Uh, they should, if yeah, if, yes, they're playing Falcons. 50. Every 5. time I like think I know everything there is to know about the Falcons, and I'm like, oh, what a great match! Mm-hmm. Like they show up, and I, I just like. I, <sighs> oh, I definitely and, don't think it's going to be a, a cakewalk for Tom Brady versus Lana. I think they are playing for. Did you see that video uh, by JJ Watt this week? Who is he referring to? I don't know. And I'm not sure. Or like the entire team. Is there I, coaches? Like who is he? Person, I don't know. And I wish I did know. I want to know. Put a name uh, on it, Jay. But okay. I'll try to find out. I'll call it, my, <laughs> call it my sources. You got that kind Houston. of juice? Um, but yeah, I feel like there are teams that need that motivation. Like that he talked about um, playing just for pride. Do you want to, before we jump into the mailbag, do you want to hear... My FanDuel million lineup. Yeah, I do want to hear your FanDuel million. Did you make one yet? Or is it too soon for you, right? Oh, you do? I was about to say, it's usually too soon for you. (laughs) You know what it's too soon for? Unfortunately, I try to go get player props, but it's just too early. They don't have them. And it's it's just You know, I tried to, and I I was like hoping, but maybe maybe we could get some at some point and put them out on on the Twitter, as they like to call it. All right. I'm going to pull up my favorite lineup now. Okay. Let me, uh, okay, here we go. This okay. is um, this is the lineup I'm really leaning toward. I need you to talk me out of one particular player, okay? Okay. At quarterback, I went Lamar Jackson. Okay. Now, it's against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's frisky, right? Like, Cincinnati is not going to roll over. No, they are. They've Did won, you like, see how many points? Did you see how many points David Johnson put up on Cincinnati last week? I know David we like Johnson this. runs like he has a piano on his back. But what I'm saying is they score by frisky. I don't mean they have a good defense. Oh, I so mean, like they're able to points. put up points. They're able to hang. So points. Yeah. So I'm trying to, <laughs> if you could only see Jen just did like a, <laughs> like a ah, cha-cha-cha thing. <laughs> I mean, 24th ranked defense against the pass, 27th against the rush. I feel like what I'm getting at is I don't think the Ravens will blow them out midway through the third quarter and Lamar is eating popcorn on the sideline, and they pull the starters. Well, Vegas has Baltimore favored by 11 and a half. That's the spread, so you should bet on that. Uh, I like. I just like it. I Look, Baltimore's going to win. I just like it being competitive. Well, so FanDuel keep... Sportsbook, by the way, friends. If you live in a place where you can play FanDuel Sportsbook, we're going to be hanging in there. Be sure you enter the code waiver wired because they give you like a sick bonus of some sort. So, yes. And we're all about you getting bonuses and free money to play with. I mean, anyway. I was tweeting out the bills were plus 108 yesterday before kickoff. That's yeah. free money. That's free spreading money. the love. 
Uh, I pair. I I stack Lamar with Mark Andrews. I know that's like the it's not easy, a bad play. Easy way to go there. Uh, seventy two hundred. He's pretty pricey, but I felt like that was safe. Okay. Okay. Running backs. I went into that Minnesota, uh that Colts game. Jonathan mm -hmm. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Love by it. the way, up to eighty four hundred dollars. So I'm already way over budget. Uh, David Montgomery, Monty, your old friend, Monty, $8,200. So Lamar, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, Mark Andrews. Then I went with your boy, Allen Robinson, 7,700. Here's where I need your help. And here's where it starts falling apart. Okay. Because the giants need the game and I don't expect them to score, but I liked what I saw, although he's questionable this week so far. I like what I saw out of Sterling Shepard. Okay. He has a good matchup. He has a good matchup. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone has a good matchup against the Cowboys secondary. Um, but I like what he, I mean, he got 12 targets from Danny Dimes last week. That we know we love targets on this like show. $5,500, uh, $5,500. I have to start saving money, but I'm worried about him. Okay. And then I'm even more worried because I feel like I missed the boat on Zach Pascal. Mm. It's like, I feel like we've gotten the most, like he's put up such good numbers. I, yeah, Zach Pascal's probably my, yeah. It's Jacksonville. I mean, it he has is. three touchdowns in the last two weeks, 12 targets in the last two weeks. Uh, he still hasn't broken 100 yards all season. But again, I I, I need to save money, 5,400. So if you could mm -hmm. think of another wide out for 5,400, I'm all ears. Where I get it back, I finish strong, at, but he's going to be in every lineup as Mattinson for five grand because Dalvin Cook um, had a, the unexpected death of his yeah, dad, which is terrible. And we send our, you know, our heartfelt apologies. That's that's just awful and sympathy. Um, Mattinson's five grand. I was even looking at the other Viking running back, and I'm forgetting his name right now. Mike Boone. Um, yeah. Yeah. The problem is, and a lot of people are saying, oh, no, it's not Madison because he just had the appendectomy and the concussion. And the concussion. Um, Mike Boone's 4,600. But the fact is, Boone and Abdullah haven't combined for more than like 14 carries all season. I think the most carries Mike Boone has had in a game this year is two. So but meaningless I, game. Maybe you kind of see like, let's see what we got here. Meaningless game. Game means nothing. Only, only way I'm playing Boone is if Madison is not playing. People are actually right. playing Boone over Madison. That's what I'm thinking. I, yeah, I don't think so because he just doesn't get the opportunity. If we know Madison's a no-go, then yes. But well, I got to get Zach Pascal out of the lineup. Okay, can you afford a $6,000 Antonio Brown? Because I really Definitely like not. No way. Maybe if, okay. I, uh, okay. if I put in Boone, I, got, I could. I got other bargains for you. Hold on. I just happened to make a whole lot of notes on bargains because you know how okay, I Okay, well, start at 5500 okay. and work your way down. All right, let's talk about A.J. Dillon. This is a big dart throw. But A.J. Dillon, sh we saw what he did last week, right? 124 yards, two touchdowns. Let's say. I can't even find him. Aaron Jones, you can't even find him. No, he's fifty. He's uh, fifty-five hundred on fans. Well, he's a running back. He's a running back. He went for one hundred and twenty-four yards and two touchdowns last Monday in the Green Bay game. Or last so Monday I got to I, I got to put my okay. I'm, <sighs> so that's just one option for moving things around. This is if you're moving around your flex and your wide receivers. Okay. Um, another option if you want to go cheap, James Robinson's officially out. So that means Daria Ogumbwale. Is that who didn't you draft him? Uh, didn't I draft him? I might have. I thought you drafted him yeah, in auction. You drafted late. some Jaguar running back, not because James Fournette Robinson. had just got because we got the Fournette news like during the draft, remember? And somebody got um, 
And so I started drafting Jags because Fournette was gone. Like yeah. that's who I think I want to play. Play him. Uh, if Last Robinson's week, 71 out. yards, 17 carries. He's 5,600. Oh, oh, he's definitely starting if he's 56. He's 5,600? 5, yeah. Okay. Kiki okay. Kuti is only 5,700 if you want a piece of that. He's been letting game. me down every time, okay. though. He's been kind of letting <laughs> me down. Okay, I like that call. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to so go we'll with go that. So we'll go Dare. All right. And then, again... I'm not saying this is good, but I was I've been I I've now been on this team for two weeks defensively, and I, I don't see a better value for the money. The Jets again. Thirty five hundred dollars against the Patriots. I for the I actually don't mind it. I don't mind the Jets. I don't mind the Browns this week. They're forty one hundred. And you know who and I'm not a homer when I'm saying this. Dallas. Don't you're out of your mind. I'm not no out of my way. mind. You're I'm crazy. Not. No way. You know, you know, Daniel Jones throws picks, and you know that the Giants have trouble scoring. Did they you hear do. the news? You didn't hear the news? What's the news? Adam Schefter just tweeted. Oh, did Saquon's he? Saquon's a go. Oh, wow. Did that just happen? <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> uh, I, by the way, I woke up thinking that. I'd be like, I literally woke up this morning. This is how crazy I am at 5 a.m., and I'm like just sitting there like, oh, I guess I'll get up. Hey, you know what would be cool? If like Saquon rehabbed the game back for the Dallas game. That would game. be really cool. And then we went on this crazy run and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> you could really do cool. that when you're a Giants fan because we've gone on crazy runs before. Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm locking that in. Thank you. I like um, it. Anything else you want to... Uh... You want me to read you one lineup I have? Yeah, of course. I have a few, um, but I will read you... I'll read you one. Um, it is... Kirk Cousins. Okay. Whoa, this, Starting at this quarterback. sounds weird. Okay. 7,700. Now, this is getting weird already. Kirk Cousins facing Detroit. Now, we've already seen Kirk Cousins have three 300 yard, three touchdown games this year. Detroit gave up, as you know, very that's a well first half. That's a first half. half <laughs> they gave up four touchdowns. That's a first Sorry. half for the Detroit defense. Right. The week before, they got 46 points to the Titans. Like, yes. I mean, so there we are right there. Okay. So I, I'm liking Kirk Cousins there. And then I got Jonathan Taylor in, just like you, just a sweet matchup. You have to. DeAndre Swift from the same game, right? Because what are you going to do? No Matt Stafford. You know <laughs> you can run on Minneapolis. DeAndre Swift. And then I got my boy, Justin Jefferson, who is going to be my pick of the week. He's 47 yards short of breaking Randy Moss's rookie record. If you oh, don't think yeah. they're going to get that for him, they're going to get for that sure. for him. No problem versus the Minnesota secondary. Then I stuck Brandon Cooks in there because I wanted a piece of the Houston game. Right now I have DK Metcalf, which I'm actually not sure. I might downgrade that because I don't know that DK Metcalf is going to have a big game with Seattle where they are. Another situation where they could pull him depending on how it goes, et cetera. But I have DK Metcalf in there. And then I have as my tight end jack doyle because jack i mean it's a dart throw he's 4500 what i could captain do is jack pay more but he had most of the work last week we know rivers likes his tight ends jackson bill giving up the second most points to tight ends um then i have alexander madison in there because that's like uh, that's you know, the pick of the yeah pick that's the everyone's kind of pick of the week right and then I got my you almost have to there. have it just to negate everybody's pick right and then, yeah, the Cowboys in there. So I might tinker with Metcalf and Doyle. I have another lineup built around Tannehill um, and another Cousins lineup with some different, you know, options. Like that one has Antonio Brown in it. Um, 
Mike Gesicki in it. I really like Mike Gesicki this week. Here, boy. You know, you know how I feel about Mike Gesicki. I think he's the third best tight end in fantasy I when health. Well, fourth, I should say. I, I can't forget about my man Kittle, which, by the way, I still <sighs> could not believe. I mean, what a! I, I thought for sure everybody forgot about him and he was going to be on the wire. Um, little DK Metcalf, his last matchup with the 49ers on November 1st, he had 15 targets. He caught 12 passes for a buck 61 and two touchdowns. I am scared though. Every time I've played a receiver against the 49ers defense this year, particularly Cooper Cup and others, they always shut down the receiver I need. So that's why I was just curious. Yeah. I was like, oh no, don't start DK Metcalf against the Niners, but he torched them on November yeah. 1st. So uh he's elite. I mean, no, he just he's is. definitely elite. I just for whatever reason, I have terrible luck. Okay, keep going. Uh that's it. That's the whole lineup. Who's your defense? Dallas. I'm not, I mean, I, if I had the salary, I would actually go to change Jets. to the Browns because it's $100 Go to the Jets. More. Go to the Jets. I'm not would you like to, to make a Jets. side bet? I'm not opposed to the Jets. I'm not. We, all right, because I was about to say, if you're not, let, like, let's put, let's bet $5 that the, the Jets will have more fantasy points on FanDuel than the Dallas Cowboys will. Okay. I mean, I, I like the Jets too, but I'll take it just for fun. I love bets. Let's play. <laughs> Yes, you're the best co-host ever. You're just like, I bet, sure, done. All right, I book it, book it. Uh, yeah, all right. I think it's time to do some mailbag stuff. I like that lineup. I do. Maybe, um, and you know what? Maybe you and I need to do a little, uh, also some head-to-head -head action. And you know what? You have simple way to keep track of our other side bet. You have to use the Cowboys. I have to use the Jets. Defense. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I like right. that. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get our mailbag out. Just a few I questions. hope we got one from Fox Danger. Didn't, I will find him on Twitter and I, and oh he will God. verify I this for me. I want to be friends with him. Um, okay. So one question we got was, uh, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong one. My bad. Oh, what was your favorite episode of Entourage and why? You know, um, that's that's a hard question because there's so there's you know I I my some of my favorites are more because of like the behind the scenes stuff that went on but I will say and I'm gonna just this isn't my favorite it's hard to pick one but being that this is a fantasy football related show uh, I gotta say the episode with Tom Brady was always one that stood out quick backstory of that that initial episode if any of you saw it out there the storyline basically was. Vince and his brother, Johnny Drama, are playing in this charity golf tournament as a twosome. They get paired up with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Brady, and they bet on their little foursome all for charity, and Johnny Drama melts down and breaks Tom Brady's club. Uh, that storyline initially was written per the request for Peyton Manning and Eli Manning were going to be the Wahlberg and Brady part. And they wanted to do it. They went to our showrunner, Doug Ellen, and wanted to do the show. Doug wrote this whole episode. And like three weeks before, they pull out. But now we have this whole script. We're already scouted. We're ready to shoot. It's like, wow, that was yeah, not... They never gave a reason why. So weird. luckily, Wahlberg, being our producer, was like, well, I'll do it. And he's like, do you want me to call Tom? And we're like, uh, Brady? Who are you talking about? Tom Sizemore? Who do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want me to call Tom Brady? We're like, yeah, Thanks, yes, call Doug. Tom Brady. Calls Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in. This was the year that he was coming off where he was out for the year uh, when he had the knee surgery. So no one's really seen a lot of Brady. 
and he comes out to the golf course that day at 5.30 in the morning. Couldn't be nicer. Also said, like, yeah, I haven't golfed in, like, a long time. Gets on the tee box. We're all messing around before we started the first shot and hits, like, a 315-yard drive right down the middle. I'm like, this son of a bitch. If this guy could act, I'm really going to be done. And sure enough, too, he was a good actor that day. So uh, that episode always stands out, and he was super cool with our crew. He signed a ton of footballs for everybody, and uh, couldn't have been nicer and more happy to be there. And uh, that's why maybe I drafted him in the auction league this year. And he won you a title. So and he won me a chip. Now there you go, Tom Brady. Congrats to you, man. Um, all right, so Chris. First of all, wants to know when we're having more FanDuel contests. We're working on them, guys. We are working on them. Um, he wants to know if there'll be any playoff leagues. We're working on that, too. Yes. How do we get into one of your leagues next season? And are there any listener baseball leagues? I have so many questions and so few characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen, that is your fantasy baseball. I mean, it's all your department on this show, but I cannot even talk about fantasy baseball because I don't know what you could handle that one right out of the gate. Oh yeah, what do you we can say? make that happen. If we if we continue this, we will we will figure that out. If if we can talk Jerry into it, we will make that happen. Fantasy. Baseball. Well, I, I I think as far as fantasy football listener leagues, like yes, this was all you know. Obviously, this year's been Weird. you know weird to say the least and uh even just talking in the football sense you know we didn't even know we were gonna have a season so obviously it was hard to really get out in front of anything and we were lucky enough just to get this show off the ground the way we did but next year yeah if everything god willing is normal or as close to normal could be yeah and we have enough time to maybe start planning stuff in like august yeah yeah, yeah i think for sure we do i i, I think as i think uh, a lot of our goal is to be as interactive as possible with you yeah. guys. It's been I, a lot I'm of fun all year. So much fun interacting with everybody. You guys are the best listeners, by the way. You're you're so much fun. You're so engaging. We're having a blast uh, hanging out with you virtually because that's what we're doing yeah. in 2020, so right? Uh, in fact, one of our other favorite listeners, Nick, who also won one of our waiver wire contests this week, uh, one week, um, asked if we could would consider doing a season long. With both uh, uh, with us and with cousin Sal, and maybe we could do some kind of a charity donation along with it. So I think that's something we should absolutely consider. I don't know if you guys realize this, but like Jerry and I met like two days once before <laughs> our first podcast. So very um, true. Um, we didn't have time to put a lot of plans into the season long thing, but now that we know each other, I think that Jerry and I will. I mean, I think this For sure. thing is the way to go. I, I no I the if if it is a listener seasonal league yeah. I could and if I am the commissioner which would be a terrible idea we are doing we're gonna do some weird shit there's gonna I, be some weird yes I think it, it is be gonna awesome. be yeah and, and maybe it'll be a new standard oh, like I remember meeting you I was like hi Jen I'm Jerry can you please get me to an auction league I really want to try it I think that was I'm my like, first words sure. out of my mouth to you and I'm like yeah of course I will um and that worked out well for me didn't it. <laughs> Anyway, um, our, one of our other awesome listeners, Steve, um, what are your Super Bowl predictions? Um, and do you have any picks for players with sleeper value in playoff leagues? You know, people that are going to play three quarters, quarters of the games, have big blowout potential, et cetera. And he said, thanks for a great year on the pod. And of course, poor Baker. <laughs> oh, God, you need to stop. Um Super Bowl predictions. Wow. I it's hard to do that fully without knowing. I mean, I mean, we know the exact, we know the front runners. So 
But um, I would like to see if teams like, the, you know, if the Dolphins sneak in versus the Browns, stuff like that. I, I just think it's. Do you think <sighs> Kansas City is a lock? <clears throat> I think they're as close to as a lock as you can get. There's no such thing as a lock, really, unless there's massive mm -hmm. injuries, which we hope there isn't. But yeah, I think they're, they're like they definitely looked bad the last couple of weeks. I think they're bored. To me, they're a, as close to a lock as you could get. The NFC now, on the other hand, I mean, you could talk me into almost anything. Um, Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, Tampa. I, Bay, I honestly, I am going to go a little. I'm going to I'm going to do a little. I, I actually like the way Tampa's odds are. I've said that from the beginning. I like their odds. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean I think they're going to get there, but I think that there is the value. And if they do get the five seed and go against the NFC East, which I think will be a great tune-up game for them, unless it's my Giants, and then the Giants might actually beat them. Uh, I'm going to go Tampa Chiefs. Tampa Mahomes, Chiefs. Brady. Okay. All right. The next generation versus the current GOAT. I like it. Okay, I like it. I'm going to go um, <clears throat> Green Bay. I think it's going to be Green Bay. I think Aaron Jones is going to make sure it's Green Bay. And I think he and Devontae Adams have officially reached unstoppable and they seem to be peaking at the right time. And I'm going to go for an upset here. Buffalo. Bills. Yeah, that, that's the only... Sure, if Pittsburgh looks like... The, you know, Pittsburgh is the Pittsburgh of the second half of that... Uh, you know, of that game, then yeah, it could be yeah. Pittsburgh for sure. I, but I'm only just, you know, Bills I hope that they can. I just hope that Josh Allen, he didn't do well in postseason last year. Um, so I'm hope, hopefully he's over that. Uh, he certainly has grown a lot this year. Kansas City, I'm just worried they're going to have two weeks off resting. They could get a little complacent. Sometimes they let teams, sometimes they play at the level of the other team they're playing, right? Yeah. And um, they could make a mistake one day. And that's what I'm concerned about. So, I mean, it's probably going to be Kansas City, but if we're doing a prediction today, I'm going to say Buffalo Green Bay. Good call. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as players, I don't want to pick a player quite yet that's going to blow up until Too I early. See. Yeah, we need more yeah. info. After this week, we'll definitely hit but that on Sunday. Look, if Tampa Bay goes through, I can tell you Antonio Brown is someone Brown. that I would probably want. And I feel the same way about, you know, give me give – me Cole Beasley, because I think right. the Bills being the two seed, they have to win three games Dawson to get to the Super Knox. Bowl. I'm interested yeah. in Dawson Knox. Dawson. Uh, Dawson's Creek Knox. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's it. Dawson Ray Knox. Good questions, though, everybody. I like it. Great questions. Great time. Uh, <clears throat> I have a resolution. Okay. I just Let's put it out it. because, you know, this is the last one of 2020. By the way, I'm sorry if I panicked anyone with my tweet saying it was the last waiver wire of the year. And, and a lot of got a lot of things from people saying, oh, are you coming back? Like, <laughs> you I just, said I, the panic. I, yeah, I meant for 2020, not yes. for the season. We're still here through football season, guys. Um, I will resolve not to make fun of Baker Mayfield in 2021. I've decided. Good. For you he has grown he didn't make fun of daniel jones all year i was very angry at him about that i, I was very angry at baker about that way to um, protect my guy I, it's true though it's part of why the first reason why i decided i didn't like baker was that daniel jones nastiness um and he has improved i think he had a tough time last week i believe he really is more about the team now uh i'm gonna i think he's grown up i think he's gotten better I don't think he's great, but I'm going to stop picking on Baker Mayfield. Unless you guys really like it, then then I don't have to, right? 
I'm leaving that up to you. Okay, I resolve not to pick on Baker Mayfield. (laughs) I think we should end on that note. Jen, uh, it was an awesome fantasy year. We will have fun stuff for you guys in the new year. Have a safe and healthy new year. And everybody, obviously, here's to a much, much better, more optimistic and healthier and hopefully happier 2021. And uh, listen, we're going to do some... We're going to do some weird stuff coming up, awesome. but we're going to, we're, and it's going to, we're going to be gambling. There's going to be some of that. That's going to happen. We're going to, we're going to figure out, and we got to get prop Jen, prop Piacenti will be back in the new year, <laughs> I will 2021 prop Piacenti book it. Uh, thank you guys. Happy new year.